Hark the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild God and sinners reconciled Joyful Welcome to church, church. We are launching a new series. You're like, wait a minute, it's not Christmas time. Well, to some of us, it's been Christmas time all year. And so we, we are launching a new series about family. And we thought, well, what better way to start a family series than to start off with baptisms. And so we're going we're gonna to baptize some folks and have a blast, by the way. If you're wondering how we see things, is we think baptisms are fun and exciting. Do not... No, no golf clapping, of, no, don't even try it. Just, we celebrate, we're excited. And so I hope whether you're brand new with us, or you've been here a while, I hope you're excited. But I wanna talk to you a little bit about family stuff. So for, all the way from now through Christmas, we're gonna talk about family stuff. And, and you need to know about our church family if you don't know this. And so on Sunday mornings, there's a group of Fountain Springers that gathers not here at the West location, but at what we call RCMU, the Rapid City Minimum Unit. It's a local prison in town, and there's a group of fountain springers gathering and singing, hearing this very message, and so I wanted us just to give it up for the fellas at RCMU. Yeah. Now, you might be wondering, like, like how much is it like normal? Well, the fellas at RCMU, they're doing a baptism service also this weekend, and so I know the last count I heard, there's five of them who have signed up. So specifically to you guys at RCMU, uh, don't be a bunch of wimps. Some of you signed up, don't cower, be brave. And we're excited for you. We'll be celebrating with you about the baptism happening in prison this weekend. It's just awesome. But we're going we're gonna to unfold this and talk about family. I don't know what memories come up in your brain when I say family. Some of you are like, yeah, weird family. You waited forever to introduce anybody to your family because they were, well, called awkward. That's why we called it this awkward family Christmas. Some of you grew up in great families. You love your family. You love spending time with your family. Some of you don't even relate to what I just said. You're like, love spending time with my What? Your family is weird. And, and some of you, you don't like your family. You stay away from your family. You run from your family. You apologize for your family. You excuse your family. We thought it'd be necessary, whether you like your family or you don't, and frankly, to get real serious with you, whether you come from a family that was healthy or unhealthy, we're going to talk through what it looks like to be a healthy family, good decisions, and what it looks like to have God at the center of your family. Now, some of you are like, well, I don't have a family. Well, chances are, statistics tell us this will give you hope. One day you will have a family. And most of us are a part of one, and I want to go specifically at this. I want everyone, anyone, everyone, to understand that we believe that there is a family called the family of God. And so whatever your experience is with family, 
I want to walk you through something today that is pivotal regarding your experiences with family. We're going to start off with something we believe is a church. Here, here it is. Anyone and everyone matters. At this church, wherever you're from, whatever background you have, whatever traditions you're thinking through your head, some of you are so weirded out and wonder if we're a cult. This is your first time here. Family made you come. You're like, what happened just now? What happened the first, I don't know what's going on. And you're wondering, like, what does this church believe? Well, I'm going to tell you one of the things that we believe, and listen very closely, look at me in my eyes, anyone and everyone matters to this church. Doesn't matter where you come from, what you believe, what you did yesterday, what you think about God or church or even us. We believe anyone and everyone matters, and I believe that's an incredible family trait. I think family ought to function that way. Some of you know this. You might have been that family, or you had a friend's family like this, where anyone could just go to that family, hang out at their house, and spend time with them. And it was just that inclusive family saying, hey, anyone, come on over. We'll feed anybody who walks into the doors kind of a thing. And some of us are like, yeah, those are the weird families. But, well, then we're one of the weird families. <laughs> we think anyone and everyone matters. I want that to, to sink into your soul, because we think church is family. And that anyone who wants to be a part of our family will be invited to be a part of our family. Now the Bible unfolds, when I use this family wording, it might seem weird or like, does the Bible actually talk about this in family form? Well, it actually does. Let me, let me show you this in John chapter one. Let me, it opens up in this way. He came into the very world, talking about Jesus. He came into the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed in him and accepted him, to all who believed in and accepted him. Now, now, some of you wonder, like, your view of church is a little different. Let me tell you what church was supposed to be about, what God is about, is that anyone who believes in him and accepts him, he gave the right to become children of God. In other words, if you believe in Jesus and accept him, God adopts you. He's chasing after you. Some of you are here at church and you don't even know why you're at church. Some of you have been walking through circumstances that seem huge and it's a dark valley. And you're going, what's going on? I'm going to tell you, God pursues every one of us all of the time because he wants to adopt you. He wants you to be in his family. He wants to walk life with you. And the Bible tells us, but to all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to join his family. They are reborn not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So whether you like your family or not, especially if the word family brings up bad connotations to you. I know some of you right now are in the midst of weathering things regarding family. You don't know if your marriage is gonna stay together. You don't know what direction your kids are gonna go. You're wondering about all these big decisions. You're going, I, my family, it's broken. It's not working the way I want it. Well, the number one family conversation is, are you a part of the family of God? Do you have God batting for you, walking with you? So if you keep on reading in that book called John, it unfolds even more how to be a part of God's family. John 3.16, you've at least heard this or watched football enough to see it. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son, Jesus, 
so that everyone who believes in him, everyone who believes in him, I hope you're catching on, not everyone who is perfect or everyone who goes to church every week or everyone that does nice things, no, so that everyone who believes in him, Jesus, will not perish but have eternal life. It's not talking about a physical death, a spiritual death, saying that if you believe in Jesus, he adopts you into his family and you will see heaven. You and I, many of us, will gather together in heaven and be like, this is a pretty sweet family. Everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son, so we often don't keep reading the Bible. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world. You're like, wait a minute. That's been my experience with church. I understand. He didn't come into the world to judge the world, but to save the world through him. Jesus came to earth to bring you and I into his family. To gather us up, to adopt us, to say, hey, anyone and everyone, if you believe in me and trust me, then I will adopt you into my family. And when you pass through death, then you will walk with me in heaven. That eternity matters. So let me just pitch a quick question to you. Have you accepted God's invitation to be a part of his family? It seems like, well, I think I, I don't want you living life insecure. Because it happens to the majority of us as we live life insecure, hoping that we've been good enough or said enough right things that, that hopefully God led us into his family. And I'm telling you, you don't have to be insecure on whether or not you're in God's family. That's why John 3.16 is so pivotal to us. If you believe that Jesus came to earth and that he died for you and that he rose from the grave for you, if you believe that and lock onto that, then you are in his family. It doesn't say that you have to live perfectly. Let me just, let me help you understand the people getting baptized today. They're not getting baptized in declaring to you and I, we are perfect. <laughs> and in fact, we often hear folks who are afraid to get baptized because they're afraid they're not gonna be perfect afterwards. I, we get to tell them, <clears throat> you won't be perfect afterwards. Not a single one of us will. That's not what baptism is. Baptism is simply a public declaration saying, I am not good enough, I am not going to be good enough, I want to be a part of God's family and I believe in Jesus. Have you accepted that invitation to be a part of God's family? I hope that you have. It's not about being perfect, it's about believing that Jesus actually did what he said he was gonna do, he is who he said he is, and you believe it, and you walk your life with him. I'll confess if it helps you, I'm a pastor and I mess up every day. Ask anyone in my family. They'll tell you examples. Please don't ask anybody in my family. <laughs> but I know that I am forgiven by God and that I'm a part of his family. So we're gonna baptize some people. I don't know what you're accustomed to or what's normal to you regarding baptism. I don't know what it feels like to you to be a part of a service where people are going underwater, coming out of water and going, what's going on? But let me explain this from the Bible. Galatians tells us a little bit of what's going on. So watch this in Galatians. For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Just what I've been telling you about. When you trust out of faith the things that you cannot see but you believe, for you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And all who have been united with Christ, welcome to his family, in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. So that's why when the folks come out of the water, it's a symbol going, I have new clothes. <laughs> I'm a new person, and so we're gonna celebrate. 